welcome to Nothing Left to Make Sense of. This week is a special episode of the podcast, isn't that right, Alexis? Yes, we have a guest. We have a guest. We have my friend Monish. Um, Alexis has never met him, but he has been mentioned on the podcast, so obviously listeners know who he is. Right. Uh, Monish, you can say hi or wh- whatever you want to do, you know? Yeah, hello. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> of course. We are very uh, honored to have you, very happy that you're here, especially because this week is a fun, we think it'll be a fun episode, where we're just going to talk about Pixar movies for probably the whole time. Yes, and so you like Pixar movies, Manish. Yes, Not I have seen all of them, unlike some other people. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to get to that. <laughs> That's why you're here. We had to bring in an expert. Um, okay, yes. Do you want to explain what we're doing? Because I don't understand these stuff so much, but <laughs> yeah, I learned sure. a lot this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this week, well, we're skipping our pop culture current events stuff unless we have time at the end. But what we've done is make a like a March Madness style bracket of Pixar movies. Um, I guess I'll explain the whole thing and try to like describe it so people can visualize the bracket because they're not able to see anything. Um, so first... There are 23, I believe, Pixar movies, and we narrow that down to 16 by just like picking ones that we actually wanted to talk about. I pick, I didn't pick any that I haven't seen, which worked out, but um, Monish is upset about that, clearly. Um, so like all the movies that either all three of us picked or at least two of us picked made the bracket. And then we took Rotten Tomatoes' um, critic score to seed the bracket and then just set up like a a 16 seed bracket, like a traditional one. And uh, I guess I could read the matchups off off the start again, just so if people actually want to try to like picture what we're talking about and how the bracket looks, they can. Um, So we have in the top of the Western bracket, we have Toy Story versus Brave. Uh, Ratatouille versus Monsters, Inc. is the next matchup. Inside Out versus Finding Dory. And The Incredibles 2 versus Up. And then on the eastern side of the bracket, uh, we have Finding Nemo against A Bug's Life, Soul versus Coco, The Incredibles versus Wally, and Monsters University versus Toy Story 2. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go through that whole bracket, some live debate and discussion until we settle on a winner. Um, we'll vote to decide who wins on each matchup, and I'm sure it'll be very civil and no one will be <laughs> upset or hurt by the end. I just want to talk about really quick yeah. the movies that didn't make the cut. Yeah, that's a good idea. I hurt about some of them. Let's talk about what didn't make it and honorable mentions before we get into it then. Okay, so I also haven't seen all 23 Pixar movies, <laughs> but I tried to catch up this week just so I could have like an opinion on all of them instead of just saying like I didn't see it. But I really think Toy Story 3 and Cars 2 are good movies. And no one else thinks. <laughs> so you were the one who put Cars too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't put any of the Cars movies. Yeah, cause it like overall is not a great franchise, but like Cars two has like espionage, and they went to Italy, and a bunch of other places. It's like you know the typical sequel stuff. They just go overseas, and then there's randomly a spy involved. But I enjoyed that. <laughs> um. We're going to move on past Cars talk, I think. <laughs> and Monish, unless you have any opinion on Cars, the franchise, or Cars 2 specifically. I honestly, I think Cars 2 was like a marketing thing. Um, <laughs> I liked watching Cars and then Cars 3. I think that progression works really well. 
um, mm. and just forgetting that Cars 2 exists. But maybe as a standalone movie <laughs> about with spies and stuff, that does sound more intriguing. I, I enjoyed it. I also worked at a movie theater, so I just would like go in and watch segments of it. So I have, never have you seen ever the seen the whole thing? thing? Well, then what do you mean? Not, <laughs> not like in chronological order, but I've seen the whole movie. But I just thought it was so fun. Maybe I was just bored at work. But, but anyway. I will say that according to Rotten Tomatoes, Cars 2 has the worst score of any Pixar movie 39. by far. Yes. <laughs> um, I like wrote it down. Uh, so. I disagree with that. <laughs> we'll take that up with the people at Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> And everyone else, because IMDb was also the lowest of all the Pixar movies. That's funny. What was the other one you mentioned? The Toy Story 3 and 4? Toy Story 3. I, I haven't seen either of those, 3 or 4. I haven't seen 4, but I thought Toy Story 3 was good. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think I liked it too. Like the, just like growing up and not really keeping those toys in mind or whatever you grew up in and kind of letting go of them. But also the movie shows like both sides of it. The toy has to let go of the kid as well. Mm. Onward is the only other honorable mention that I feel like. But Alexis, Toy Story 3 also has some espionage stuff, like uh, plotting and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe I just like spy movies. (laughs) And I like that aspect of it. That could be it. Especially if you watch it in like five minute segments, it could seem really exciting. I've, I went to the movie theater to see. Okay. <laughs> That's good. As like what a, I don't know when that came out, but I was old, old when it came out. So I was in my teens. Gotcha. So who chose Onward? I assume Manish that you, you. That was me. Because I haven't seen it. Yeah. I, I really liked Onward. I think a lot of people who watch it, um, like it's very much a quest like a hero's quest movie um and then like all the tropes of uh, like what you find in like dungeons and dragons or like that kind of uh those kind of card games it it's similar and it definitely expands on that universe but i like the message of the movie um it wasn't it... done the best way i guess but i liked it was it just like you don't need your dad. I have also not seen it. So. <laughs> well, they're teaching that, kids that they don't clear. need their dad. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, because yeah, at the yeah. end, because they're like trying to, I, the, the gist I got is they're trying to bring their dad back with the spell, mm-hmm. but then they only get half of him. And so in the end, it's really like thinking about the relationship between the brothers, right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that's what I got from the, the advertisement. I'll but watch you, that one. You said you were upset, so were you just upset that we haven't seen all the movies, or, or I guess you didn't say kind you were upset, of. but you had some. <laughs> you had some words for us. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the audacity no, to do I... this without seeing every movie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are twenty-three of them, so it is a lot to watch. Mm. Um, if, especially if you just don't keep track of it. Like every single year, there's a new one coming out, um, and one some get more hype than the others, so. Like Onward came out last March, and there's so much other chaos going around that it definitely probably <laughs> slipped past everyone's radar. Yeah, I can I can understand that. Um, I do want to go back and watch all of them because I do feel like it's it's not fair to not have seen them and to, or just to pass by it. And also, we're gonna like rank these movies, but I think it's pretty clear 
that in general Pixar makes very good movies and yeah. it's not like any of these I wouldn't say any of these are really bad movies from the ones I've seen so um yeah I, I don't think it's like it, it's, it's a disservice to not watch it and just pass it off I would say yeah I've and, seen well go ahead sorry even if you had seen it I don't I think it would have even made to the top of this list that we have already so that's another thing to think about like i'm i'm past it okay good <laughs> but Alexis, go ahead. we can move on <laughs> yeah alexis do you have anything else or are we good to go uh, into the we can, bracket we can start bracketing okay cool ranking uh, winning i don't know i guess Playing. yeah voting discussing i would think i'm looking at like the the top to bottom view of just going down in that order unless you have any other w- opinion of doing like a uh, different order of matchups. No, that's good. cool. Okay, cool. Let's kick it off with with Toy Story, which is the number one seed against Brave, the last seed here. Toy Story wins. I think that's pretty clear, <laughs> but we can discuss yeah. if we need to. I took I made small notes on every movie, you know, so I can say a couple things about Brave. I like the setting, fun characters. I don't remember much else. I just watched <laughs> it last night. Oh, okay. And it's cute. The little mm-hmm. triplets are funny. Um, fun fact for me, probably only me, the voice of Merida is the detective woman in a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my only fun fact I wrote down. Because <laughs> there's nothing else about Brave. Yeah, I had forgotten that she turns into a bear. So, <laughs> so I didn't really remember much of the movie. <laughs> it's cute though, but Toy Story wins. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Toy Story wins. It's unanimous. I am actually going to update the like bracket to the link. I don't think you'll see that until, uh, until like I save and reset. But I am going to keep this updated. Maybe Alexis, we still have an Instagram, don't we? We do. I need to. We could post the the bracket as a hype thing, and then the finish bracket when it's okay. you know after the episode's out or whatever. Um, I will work on that. Cool, cool. Okay, next matchup. Ratatouille um, against Monsters, Inc. Now, I'll start by the fact that Ratatouille um, somehow had a musical from TikTok uh, in this year. (laughs) So it's still clearly relevant, still on people's minds, enough to warrant an entire TikTok production. Fair. I've, as a new Ratatouille viewer, again, just in this week, (laughs) (laughs) my vote would still go to Monsters, Inc. Probably mm. just because of nostalgia purposes. Anne is pretty funny, and Boo super cute, and I don't know. I liked it more. Mm. That's, that's Manish, what do you think? Because I feel like, Manish, you you reference Ratatouille a lot, but I guess I don't know if that means you, <laughs> how you feel about it as a whole. Yeah, I, I prefer Ratatouille to Monsters, Inc., but Monsters, Inc. is definitely one of my favorite ones, for sure. Um, but I just like the message of ratatouille of just exploring your creativity it no matter who you are but i mean i guess in this case that you're a rat but still. <laughs> the, like there's a couple rat. there's a there's a couple scenes like in the very beginning when they're cooking on the top of the house and then he like eats the strawberry and the cheese and then there's like this scene where his like mind explodes and like mm-hmm. all these sounds and lights i think that was pretty cool and just how i experience things maybe like i'll go back to that scene 
And then also Anton Ego's monologue at the very end is something that I'll like go back and just watch on YouTube from time to time. Gotcha. And then for Monsters, Inc., mm-hmm. um, since we're not going to talk about it since it lost now. Um... <laughs> Hold on, I haven't voted yet, but I mean... <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I I didn't think about this until this past week. Um, the director is the same one as Inside Out and Up and Soul. Mm. And it was when he became a parent. And so when, like, so, like, Boo, they get, so these two characters, like, get Boo, but um, they, like, have to take care of it. And they're, like, basically his parents. And then it kind of flips that notion where the monster is isn't aren't really monsters like they view this child as the monster um so it's pretty cool to read about that that is interesting yeah like the the parental uh like metaphor there i don't know i'm torn i i because i haven't right now it's one for monsters inc right alexis and then one for ratatouille um so great now i am horrible with decisions i feel like I'm leaning more Ratatouille. Um, I think Monsters, Inc. is, like, a classic, and maybe I feel like it's more, like, uh, relevant. Like, people still make quotes and memes and stuff from it, and they're both fun movies, but, yeah, I think I, think I would agree that Ratatouille has more of a message, at least that I can get behind. Maybe if I was a parent, I would think differently. Um which is interesting because like these movies are meant for both kids and parents. So I'm sure like a parent watching Monsters Inc. with their kid has a totally different experience. But yeah, I think I think I would vote towards Ratatouille as well. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and can you are you okay with that, Alexis? You could try to sway us, but it sounds like we're solid on this. <laughs> you sound okay. Yeah, you sound like you're not upset at all. <laughs> fine all right moving on then we also for if we want maybe in the more intense matchups we could do like don't reveal our vote until the end and then do like a like a three two one vote but that's a little tough to do over audio so maybe we won't um (laughs) but moving on inside out against finding dory i have a pretty clear idea so i'll i'll hold off to see how the group's feeling i don't have a pretty Okay. Um, I think both overall are good, but I haven't rewatched either of them. And that's a big, you know, if I like a movie, I'll watch it over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't really have a lot of strong emotions about either, especially since one is about emotions. I guess, I don't know. Monish, how about you? Do you, do you, you guys can pick this one. <laughs> I don't know. It's- it's pretty clear for Inside Out for me. Yeah, same. Listen, Finding Dory. Um, a lot of focus on Ellen DeGeneres, which I, I don't care for. It's um, about Dory. But, but who's Dory, <laughs> Alexis? <laughs> you act like too much Ellen. It's like she's Dory, so of course. Yes, too much of that. Um, my, I wrote down, did we need this? Um, did, was anyone... And I, Finding Dory is fine. It's fun. Um, I like the side characters more than I feel like I like Dory. Um, the message is sweet with like Dory's parents and, um, kind of like being true to who Dory is. And, um, doesn't she like solve some problem because of her 
like jank memory or something. I don't remember. Anyway, Inside Out, love it. Makes me cry. <laughs> Music's amazing. The 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 creativity of like emotions and uh, depression, especially in children, and how they present that, and um, you know, heartwarming, beautiful, love it. Inside Out, clear clear winner here for me. Next. Yes. Who is next? Is The Incredibles two against Up. Incredibles 2. Up is sad. I left the theater sad. I don't want to be sad. <laughs> oh, see, I love being sad. <laughs> I, I like, I don't want a movie to make me feel worse. Mm. Like, it was just sad. And Incredibles 2, again, spies, fighting, espionage. Oh, no, we should have um, known. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Jack-Jack, great. Edna, great. Which I found out she's like, um, based on this costume designer who's won like the most Oscars than anybody else in the entire world and I love that. So yeah, Incredibles 2 is good. I like the extra characters. Um, I also like that it didn't start 10 years later even though it came out 10 years later. I like that they were like, okay, this is where we ended and it immediately jumped back into it. Mm -hmm. Kind of how they're dealing with destroying the whole city and being superheroes and kind of how that affects their lives. Um, and also, Incredibles was really good to me, so maybe I'm just jumping on that train also. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Up was sad, and it had a dog in it, and I didn't like it. Okay. Are you anti-dog? <laughs> is, that, is that what no. we're saying? <laughs> Not anti-dog, but like it's just like an old man and a dog. You guys probably have some very like deep reason you guys like Up, if you like Up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Monique, you go ahead. Uh, so I like Up, and it's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> but there's no um, spies in it, Monique. There, there, there are, are no spies right? in it, but... The dogs? Nope. <laughs> the dogs are kind of spies, yeah. They can talk, too. Mm, yeah. Uh, I just like the message a lot of the, like, not really keeping some kind of goal in mind and thinking that that's what will bring you peace or achievement and thinking that will give you peace but actually living your life and enjoying the process while it's happening because the guy like forgets to do that because he just wants to get to those that waterfall like his whole life and then he gets all grumpy and then towards the end he realizes it and then Incredibles 2 I like the points that you made Alexis um I think in the context that it came out it came out right around all the Marvel movies where they're really popular and these vast universes of superheroes exists and I was not really um I just I just felt jaded at that point I guess by this by these like new superheroes and stuff like that um so I vote for up Alexis why don't you tell Manish your opinion on Marvel movies <laughs> <laughs> just comic movies um... in general <laughs> Not a fan. She so hates maybe them. That's why. <laughs> but you like Incredibles too. Okay. Yeah, maybe in small doses, like maybe mm. in cartoon form, small doses of these specific superheroes. And it's like in the '60s, right? There's just something so like nostalgic about yeah. the whole thing. They also put the women in the spotlight more. Well, they kind of, and they kind of flipped the gender role on its yeah. head because they had the dad be like the one teaching uh, the kids their homework and like doing all this stuff at the house. Wild. Which I did yeah. like. 
I've, I've never heard of that before. So yeah. <laughs> absolutely Crazy. absurd to me <laughs> that they had the woman as the, the breadwinner there. So, you know, that's a lot of creativity and uh, Pixar is known for that. So I applaud them for their imagination. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, uh, I love Up. Um, first time I ever watched it was with, with Anna, a friend of the podcast, uh, my fiance. She, um, she and I watched it. And it's, since there's a lot of like romance and like, I get not romance so much as like love. Like, like I guess the, the beginning has like the buildup of a romance and then very sad. And it was sad to watch. Um, I think it also shows like different forms of love and how it can be like, it can start as one thing and kind of become a, a different form of it. Um, and then he became like more in love with like an idea than the actual, like the reason why that was even something that he was interested in. Like, like when he said finding the waterfall. So um, I like how it brings it back to that and shows like what really matters. Um, but which one was more exciting? Um, I guess Incredibles 2, but remember when the old man held an entire house down on the edge of a cliff? <laughs> <laughs> With a backpack? With a backpack, yes. Yes. So he's also a superhero, so that's why you guys liked it. You're right, yeah. You caught, you caught us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm voting I'm voting for Up. Is that two for Up and one for Incredibles 2? Oh, you're not even you're so mad at the end of it. <laughs> All yours I are already be gone. knew I was because of how we voted mm. initially. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, That's okay. one half of the bracket down. See, we're doing great. We haven't had to yell at each other yet. It's because I mean, I'm one of us is upset, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are we doing, we're doing the east side? Like yeah, east? yeah. Okay. So now it's Finding Nemo against A Bug's Life. Uh... I'll go for Finding Nemo. I I like how they portray the horrors of like uh like if you venture out of your shell or house, um, there's things that are going to be scary for you. Um, and I like how they did that in the ocean. Because the ocean's terrifying. Just like the, the ocean world. is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I like. Um... Finding Nemo was one of my favorites, like around that time of those movies coming out, um, and I think like it's uh, it's also kind of a quest movie. We we kind of mentioned that, but like it's an adventure um, that takes place across like a, a vast uh, setting with different characters that come in and out. Um, I A Bug's Life. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen that one too. I, it was what like the second movie Pixar ever made so I kind of feel like they were still like figuring out what would become like part of their studio like I guess that early on you don't really know what your legacy is going to be but it, it looking back at it it's like a little bit rougher which I think it's fair but that's just how I feel about it um, and also like in that context uh, that like Pixar and I think DreamWorks we're both rushing to make a computer animated film about insects. So oh, yeah. Ants is <laughs> like the ants. same movie, <laughs> but Bugs Life is directed towards kids. Mm. And so that kind of works against it, I think. Mm. Yeah, it's a terrifying war movie really going on, but for kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that play, like, die, die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm going to go with a Bugs Life. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we're again vote outvoting you two to one. Yes, it's so, fine. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I would have voted for Bug Life to be honest. I thought you were gonna vote for Finding Nemo. Oh, no, I I like Bug Life. It's it's like exactly what Ben described about Nemo. Like it's an, an adventure mm. over like a vast thing. It is a war movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess if you think about it, you need like the fun characters in the circus mm -hmm. and then it's kind of like everyone finding their own because no one really likes flick i think is his name and kind of <laughs> like an inventor and it's just you know about like being proud of who you are and not really trying to fit in because we all have our own little special gifts to bring to the colony it's a colony right yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> and i don't i like had a dot like dots like the little little princess i had like a dot stuffed animal because my grandma's name is dorothy so everyone calls her dot so she like got me stuffed animal so a bug's life is like super nostalgic and i i think it still holds up it does look rougher mm. it came out like 1998 yeah yeah which is totally fair. Nemo. but i think the story is still cute and imaginative and kind of makes different groups of bugs and animals come together and kind of live in harmony which is kind of like fun yeah, they both they both are a cast of different creatures becoming like a unit. So I'd vote Bugs Life, but I lost again. Oh. Well, Can I change my vote? I was gonna say it sounded like Monish was maybe gonna change. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about Flick a little bit, like his inventor style, yeah. and like I kind of uh, resonate with that of just like building things and doing random things with the stuff that I have at home. True. True. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Finding Nemo, but it doesn't matter because now I've lost. <laughs> okay. Yay, Bugs Life. That's a big upset, which happens in March Madness because I was a 14 seed over a 3 seed. So, you know, yeah. just saying, this is a legit uh, podcast bracket tournament arc here. Um, you never know what's going to happen. Keep listening. It's going to be really exciting. Um, <laughs> do people in a podcast normally say keep listening to keep people like from tuning off? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. All right, okay. this next one is impossible for me. So, Soul yeah. versus Coco. I love them both so much. Um, both pretty new, both pretty mm -hmm. uh, similar in that they're like culturally significant. Um, I would say, uh, from like, I guess if you're just thinking about it, like from pure enjoyment, because I think they're both really deep and they both have really strong messages. I would say from just like a pure enjoyment factor, I would choose Coco. I cried on Coco. I didn't cry on Soul. Maybe I did cry on Soul. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in, in the theater, like I was on the edge of my seat, and I was like, is she going to make it? Is he going to make it back? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I choose Coco. I think it's tough. They're both... Um like very ambitious in creating very abstract ideas um like the afterlife i guess both kind of do yeah, a version of the afterlife. afterlife um but and they both i think they both made me cry i know coco for sure made me cry i think coco hit me harder um i don't know soul soul's recent so like recency bias could also be lean, making me lean back towards that way but, uh, Monish, what do, what do you think? Maybe you can convince me one way or the other. 
Sure. Uh, I would go with Coco. So I like that for Coco, they did so much background um, research, <laughs> that's the word, <laughs> about like Mexican heritage mm -hmm. and just like kind of making it like their whole universe in this, or like whole world in this afterlife. And it didn't really feel, feel like, uh, like it was too much. I think in terms of messages, Soul's message was really close to up, which is what I think works against it. And I think the end of Soul was really rushed. So mm. I wanted to make that argument because you all did like love Soul a lot. <laughs> but I was thinking more about <laughs> it this week. Um, and I like Soul a lot too, but I would go with Coco here. Hmm. Yeah. I think so we haven't. I haven't talked much about music yet, but Soul does have a great soundtrack. I love all the jazz pieces and how they like incorporate. Um, I mean, jazz does this in general, I guess. But like, when the characters are rushing around the city, they have like a jazz piece behind it, and they can slow it down. Like when they want to show like a leaf blowing through the wind. Like just the music played really well. It's beautifully animated, obviously, because it's a more recent of the Pixar movies. But yeah, I think I think I would agree. Sounds like maybe we're all voting Coco here, where it's like it brings the vision together a little bit stronger, um, and like has a has a better like final. Um, I don't know, ties it back together in, in a better way. And it also does have a really good soundtrack. Yes, it is. So did it win an Oscar for? I think it did. I mean, it's based. It's got music as like a main part of it. Actually, I have that pulled up. Coco won Best Animated Feature and Original Song. For November Moonlight? Yes. I love that movie. Coco is um, Michael Giacchino, who I love his soundtracks on any Pixar movie. I meant to mention him Which during Inside Out. Do? I was like, oh. He does Inside Out. He, do, he did, well, he did Cars 2, your favorite. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did Ratatouille, The Incredibles, I think one and two, um, Coco. So yeah, Giacchino's all over Pixar and does great stuff. Okay, so Coco? Yes. Giacchino did Up too. It's always good. It's it's new too, so if people haven't seen it, definitely check it out. But Okay, so this next one I think is easy. Hopefully you guys think it's easy too. <laughs> the Incredibles versus Wally. Incredibles. No conversation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to say The Incredibles. What? <laughs> oh, I, okay. I, I'm leaning that way, but so first of all, does the plot of Wally make sense? I know this doesn't make it stand up as like the winner here, but did does the ending of Wally is that possible? What happens? I I don't even mean to bring logic into it, but what, I. What? I forget, like, so I watched it. Did you watch it this week? Like, throughout, throughout the day yesterday. Okay. Like, it was on when I was working. So, because there's not a lot of words. And I was like, I don't have time to just watch this quiet movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> the end, they just put the, the plant, and then they go back to the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And then it works again? Earth works again. It seems like earth works again. Yeah, they, they reboot earth. I just feel like the people, like the guy said, they lost a lot of bone mass. I don't feel like mm -hmm. the people could survive Earth. Yeah. The shape they were in. I don't feel I like um, I don't know how they um, 
were like living like they show them as like not moving out of those chairs but they also have like kids and uh they have it just seemed like unrealistic kids were like made (laughs) maybe how to make like they were like lab babies like a in a test tube because the two people touched like Mewtwo sure yeah like the two people touched each other and was like oh my god I've never felt that feeling before right they're not making the babies but each other right Hmm. Incredibles is really a a, a fun one very classic Um, I like the family dynamic and the way that their powers reflect that Um, really good action scenes actually like the whole fight on the island was really well done yeah, no, I, I'm probably leaning more Incredibles. Anish, what, what you got here? Uh, I'm pretty torn as well, but I would lean Wally. Um, I like how they portray the love in the movie as well. Like, what one thing that I really like about Pixar movies in general is how they portray humanity with non-human things, mm. and just like these are two robots, right? And like they're not supposed to feel anything, um, but they are, and they show that really well. So I like Wally. And yeah, the ending, it's out there, but <laughs> it could be possible. It could be. And I mean, like, all of us, like, stare at screens nowadays, and it definitely feels like that world is possible where you just forget what's everything that's happening around you mm-hmm. and you lose yourself in the context. So that's what gets to me a lot too but i also want to make the point that pixar made uh and i forget the order but these all came out in a row of ratatouille wally and up were like back to back to back oh okay which is just insane to me and those are like three of my favorite ones and like maybe at some part of this is like when were we formidable enough to like think about movies like the Mm. way that we think about them now Mm. and how does that shape how we understood these movies because sometimes it's nostalgia based right like finding nemo monsters inc toy toy story but um these were like what 2008 you said so like eighth grade ninth grade yeah and i don't think of myself as like fully socially aware at that point either but those definitely stuck out to me yeah i can see that it plants kind of that seed and so like even if you didn't notice it at the time when you look back at it it like had an impactful message for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Wally's vision of the future is like more and more um, becoming real as we move forward with all the fun things in life, like um, global warming and our screens taking over and the world, the planet dying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is interesting. Yeah. But but I still think um, I, Incredibles maybe is what I'm going to do here. <laughs> yeah, no worries. So it sounds like with that round... Uh, Incredibles is gonna go past Wally, and now we're on the last matchup of round one, which is Monsters University against Toy Story Two. So, and, sequels, prequels. Yes, and so my two thoughts. I don't know if I have as many thoughts on Toy Story Two. Maybe I just I'm not as into the Toy Story franchise as a whole. Um, but Monsters University. Speaking of what Monish was just talking about, that came out in 2013 and um so that was like when we were when i was like in college uh, maybe right before i went to college so seeing it as a college student is like really fun and kind of adds another layer of like what you can get the jokes a little bit more because you're in that environment um 
and also the fact that it's a prequel means that it gets to play around a little bit more in like a different way with its um, original movie. So it, it can do like set up jokes that um, reference back to the movie just in, in a unique way that the sequels can't exactly do, um, which I, I found enjoyable. So I didn't see Monsters University until this week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, fun story, only again, only for me, I visited Disney the year this came out and it, there's like there's pictures of a bunch of like monsters university stuff and i still didn't see it because i was just like i'm past this in my life <laughs> 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 um but i would vote toy story 2 um i like the the um inclusion of jesse mm-hmm. another like female influence in there and then i like the thought of like andy losing woody to this like antique guy and then the sequence of him painting Woody was really satisfying, <laughs> really cool. <laughs> I mean, that scene alone could win an award for sure. Yeah, and yeah, just the whole idea of like the guy at the toy mart, like the toy store. Um, yeah, I just, just like the stakes of it. Like, I guess every Toy Story movie, somebody gets lost and they have to get them back. That's the plot, but <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah, Monsters Inc. or excuse me, Monsters University was funny. I did enjoy that yesterday or the day before yesterday. <laughs> um, but I guess just for nostalgia purposes, I'll pick Toy Story two. Mm. What do you think, Manish? I'll also go with Toy Story two. Um, I do like the inclusion of Jesse and then like her whole song and like how she was let go. Um, I forgot about that song. How that, and how like Buzz and Woody, or I guess it was just Woody at that point who like realized like, oh crap, this could happen to me someday too. Like maybe it's good that I just leave now. Um, again, like the whole portraying humanity in non-humans, and then <laughs> just a really funny part is when they're in the toy store and they release. I think it's Zorg. And then they're in the elevator, and he's like to Buzz, he's like, "I am your father." Mm-hmm. But then, and then also, uh, Buzz. In this movie, there's another Buzz that has his own existential crisis of like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm a toy." Um, That's right. Thinks he's a whole superhero. So I like how they go back to the first movie, and it's like it's. Uh, yeah, I like the context a lot. Do you think it's just Buzz Lightyear toys that have existential crisis? Or, like, would any toy fresh off the shelf need to deal with that uh, reckoning? I feel like it'd be any toy. I'm just saying we need answers, Pixar. I think he's the only one we've ever seen in a box, right? Well, there were other... Did, the Barbies and stuff had, were there. Woody had, like, the... Well, Barbie doesn't have a brain, I think. Is oh, the <laughs> you're right. I forgot we were talking about a girl toy. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but doesn't Woody kind of have that same crisis when he like sees this TV show, or does he think like, oh, or does he think like he's really important? Well, he does get the ego trip, which maybe that's because Buzz Lightyear is set up as more of like a superhero and not a toy, and he has a show. But I think that's fair because wouldn't everyone be like, like, hey, like we're all toys? It does seem like they forget that that they might have also had that. Mm. I don't know. Well, I voted for Monsters University, but both of you voted for Toy Story 2, so Toy Story 2 is moving on. So we're done with the first round. We're, we're far into the podcast, but we've talked about every movie now, so I think these next rounds, maybe, well, I don't know, it'll either be less discussion because we've already talked about them enough, or 
if we care about these ones more, then there might be some bigger arguments. But I, I, I'm thinking we keep going, move on to the next round. Yeah, let's do it. So it's Toy Story versus Ratatouille. Yes. Should we just all just say what say what we want to vote for? Um, At the same wait. time. If everyone is is knows who they're voting for in a round, sure. I'm going Toy Story. Oh well, that's not at the same time. I'm also going Toy Story. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, I'll... <laughs> I'd go Ratatouille. Okay. Do you think you can sway us with Ratatouille? You already talked about the message and, and exploring yourself. I think Toy Story is too much of a classic and like set everything up for Pixar. Yeah, I don't really care for classics to be honest. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess Toy Story like sets like sets the precedent right. of what a Pixar movie is. Right. Um, but I just like the overall message of Ratatouille. And I think what I'm finding is you guys enjoy the messages of the movies, and I enjoy like the violence. Yeah. The... <laughs> you care about like the the plot, like what kind of fight there was. Yeah, like because Toy Story, the reason I really enjoyed it was like Sid was like so scary to me, and like that whole again, like just him getting back. I'm like, is is he gonna make it out of this crazy boy's house alive? Mm-hmm. And that whole thing. And then, like, the friendship and stuff, but also, like, just the fun sequence of that. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. I would say Toy Story... Then, Go ahead. Uh, when Buzz Lightyear, like, sees the commercial and he realizes that he is not an actual superhero, that was really good. That was, like, my favorite part of the movie. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's existential crisis hour. That's just what you want in your movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Alexis, were you saying something um, before we move to the next one? No, I was I was saving it to the next one. Okay, cool. Um, Inside Out against Up is another very difficult one for me, so I don't think I can vote on 3-2-1. Do you have, either of you have your vote already, or is there a little bit of discussion here? I would just do Inside Out. Up is sad. I, again, the two I liked lost, and then Up said, hmm. Um. Okay. Monish, what are you? What, what are you? Um, I'm torn with you. Ah, see. I I think like Inside Out came at a really came out at a really good time for me of mm-hmm. how it portrayed depression and just like the emotions that go behind it or like lack of emotion basically, and mm-hmm. it's not just sadness overcoming you. It's just nothing. Um, but up, it's like why I go on adventures and what makes me want to learn new things or go travel to places. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think, I, I think I'm leaning more inside out because of what you just said, how, how they are able to convey um, depression and emotions. And again, also for me, like seeing that at the time that I saw it, like um, was very helpful. And I love see like, I've seen teachers use Inside Out as a way to teach kids. Like, this is like great for emotional intelligence and empathy and all that kind of stuff. So I I think I appreciate that more about it than I do the sense of like travel and adventure and everything from uh, up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do Inside Out, but it is a tough one. Both are Michael Giacchino. Both are um, like heartwarming i think both are really sad 
with good messages. So it's tough, but I'm going to say inside out. Is that all three inside out then? Yeah. Yeah. I'll okay. go with inside out. Yeah. Cool. Next up, Bugs Life and Coco. This one's easier for me. I, I'm, I think I'm good on this one. Yeah, I'll just say Coco. I'm leaning Coco. Yeah. I'll say Coco. Okay. Bugs Life had the good upset, but couldn't keep it going. It won my bracket, but that's okay. Bugs Life won your bracket? No, it didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, we are just ruining Alexis's fun here. Um, okay, Incredibles and Toy Story 2. I also yep. think in Incredibles, yeah. Okay. And now we're the final four? Yeah, final four. Um, some upsets. I, I kind of I like how this came out. So the final four is Toy Story against Inside Out and then Coco against Incredibles. So a couple of newer ones, some, some more classic ones. Um, but let's talk Toy Story and Inside Out. So Toy Story, as Manish already said he doesn't care for, about, is a classic. <laughs> um <laughs> I've already said, and I, I was going to say this last round too, there are definitely movies that even in last round I would have put above Toy Story other than Ratatouille. Um, and I don't, like I said earlier, like it's not that I don't like the Toy Story franchise, but I don't feel as connected to it as the fact that like Toy Story 1 and 2 were the 1 and 2 seeds in this whole bracket based on ratings. So people clearly love these movies, yeah. but I'm just not as uh, wrapped up in it. Yeah. Same here. And I'll stay true to my guns and it is Toy Story, but I lose. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know if you'll be able to convince me. But... Go I ahead. don't think I watched any of these Pixar movies like after like 2001. I don't know like what my life has been that I like stopped watching them. Maybe because I have an older sister and so whatever she did, I did. Mm. But okay, next up we have Coco versus The Incredibles. Yes. Ooh, um, I think I like, and this is back to our whole opinion of movies, like the message of Coco, I definitely like more. Um, there's a lot of like excitement and like the plot is like pounding you forward in The Incredibles. But I, I think I would go Coco. Uh, I need some time to think. Uh, Alexis, you can go ahead. Um, I'm gonna choose the Incredibles. Why is that? Just because of the because of the action type stuff that you're more into when you're watching a movie. That and I think I mean the Coco. The story is good, but I think I like the Incredibles also because it's not like um, it's not a movie about loss or like it's about a family and they're mm -hmm. all alive, <laughs> which is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think I like the family dynamic um, and kind of coming together as a unit to like save the world literally but I guess in the real life it's just like kind of learning to like love different people in your family for different you know what they can bring to the table so I'd say the Incredibles Monish, how, what do you what what do you think <laughs> well um, I kind of go back and forth so I like Coco's incorporation of the like of music like as its driver mm -hmm. of the plot. Um, for the Incredibles, 
it came out before we were just saturated with all the superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go Incredibles. Okay, I'm sticking with shout Coco. out Brad Bird. Brad Bird deserves a shout out for sure. Um, okay, I'm sticking with Coco. I think I think that's totally fair. Incredibles takes it. Um, uh, I like that Coco, like you said, the way it uses music as as a theme since i'm very into music but it is what it is now i feel how alexis felt this whole time um (laughs) so that means that the final is inside out versus the incredibles no one saw this coming i gotta say Um, so i know what my pick is Um, i do too I know what your pick is. You know what my pick is, too. It's pretty clear. <laughs> so I guess I want to hear what you guys are thinking. If, if this is a hard one for you or you guys are clear. Uh, this isn't a hard one for me. But it's the opposite of my pick, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> so it seems like Monish is the tiebreaker. Oh, man. And we just brought him on for a nice, fun podcast. <laughs> now he's going to yeah. cause issues. I'm sorry, Alexis. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with Inside Out. I, I think another thing that I really like is how, in your mind, they've done so much to make everything so simple. Like it's not just the emotions, but like how your brain works. It's a whole maze, and there's like these little balls of memories that somehow you can just access and then there's a pit where everything goes to die um <laughs> and and i really like that <laughs> yeah i agree the imagine the the vision and like creativity to imagine each part of your brain and like some some little side jokes of just like uh like what background characters are doing or saying that relates to actual functions within your body is really cool to see and the cast is. Yeah, we haven't talked about cast for like any of this. I mean, most of these movies are very well casted, but um, yeah, I really like the Inside Out cast. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Alexis. <laughs> this did not go your way at all. <laughs> it's okay. I guess I should watch Inside Out again. I've only seen it the one time. <laughs> I've seen it a lot. That wasn't when I think I thought I needed. But fair. Um, I'm trying to think. Can you guys remind me of what else happens? She's like, she moves. Mm-hmm. She loses all her friends, right? She she moves. Um, she like goes to try out for the hockey team, but like messes up at the tryout. Um, oh, so just like her going through life. Yeah, it like shows her progression of like how she becomes depressed and how her emotions like are reacting on the inside which like when he said it's not it's not just that it's like the anger and the sadness but it gets to the point of like numbness and like there's no real emotional attachment even to things she used to love um and like the aspects of her core like character and and memories and everything like kind of crumble away um but like it also shows how i like it because and, and i know we just made this joke is like i like being sad but the the end of the movie is like sadness is something you need to feel. And like when she finally is able to cry 
and let sadness like be in control of her emotional state it like leads to her being able to heal and um progress forward which i i liked i i can get with that because i really don't like when people are like just be happy it's like that's right mm-hmm. it's not yeah. helpful right exactly um, wait i gotta send you guys this pic okay <laughs> <laughs> while she's sending us that any closing thoughts? We actually nailed that in the hour, and this is the definitive Pixar movie ranking list. Um, 100% correct. Because we said so, no false opinions are ever presented on this podcast. Except for Inside Out winning, but... <laughs> <laughs> Alexis, is this you <laughs> giving side-eye to... No, I'm just listening. <laughs> it does not look like you are interested in this talk about Monsters <laughs> University. <laughs> I'm just Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess it does not look like the most inviting stare, but but you were having a great time, and you were like, "I'll never see this movie." <laughs> <laughs> they were like so excited about it. They kept talking about it. Are you just mad because of the Marvel poster in the background? You had to walk past <laughs> the Iron Man three poster <laughs> or two, yeah. three, three. Yeah, yeah. The baby, I look at them. I was just like, I have a picture of him. I'm so mad. But oh, for everyone who can't see the sitting with a group of students and some man is talking to us about something that I'm at Disney and I'm interested in because it's from Pixar. There's a giant Monsters University like cut out behind him. Yes. This would be a good pick um, for your Instagram where you just post bad photos of you on vacation. Yes, that's what <laughs> Instagram is now. Because I don't have any good ones. There's so many bad ones. It's a good series. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I think we got time for quick recommendations. Um, oh, yeah. if we're up for it. I only have the one this week, especially because Monisha's on. Because um, Alexis, I don't think you care about Pokemon, but I know Monisha's a Pokemon fan, and they just showed a new. Don't tr- do that. What? <laughs> I don't think you care. I don't. Do you care about Pokemon? <laughs> I mean, definition of care. Like, I don't hate it. Right, but you wouldn't be excited about new Pokemon news. Okay. Um, I apologize. That is not a call out. We, uh, we don't need angry comments at Alexis from the Pokemon community. Um, but Pokemon Snap, new version of the game coming to Nintendo Switch. And it's literally just chill taking photos of Pokemon, but it looks real, real cool. And nostalgia for sure. For that one. Wait, so you're taking pictures of Pokemon? Yeah, so like Pokemon, I've always thought like the design aspect of it is cool. But, like, in the games, you don't always get a good view of that, especially the older games where it's, like, 2D sprites. But this whole game, the whole purpose, and it was, like, a Nintendo 64 game because that was the first time you could really do solid 3D stuff, um, is, like, you're just kind of on a safari, essentially, and you'll come across an area, and it just is, like, oh, this is how, if Pokemon were real, they'd, like, be hanging out in the trees like this, and you're a photographer, so you try to zoom in and, like, get the right... uh, angle and, and like the compose the best shot for the most amount of points basically so it's very chill and calming but it's a cool way of looking at like they've already made these pokemon in this world and here's a way to to kind of appreciate them so that's all i recommend taking a look at the trailer if you're if you're into pokemon i'm like alexis um <laughs> what do you got alexis any any good recommendations for us no, just things I'm looking forward to, so I can just let you know they might be good, might not be good, mm-hmm. but um, the 
movie American Skin came out today. It's a Nate Parker film. Um, and I guess the whole plot is kind of just like if the police were to kill another black teenager and that black teenager was dead. It just was like enough is enough. Kind of like a John Q situation. If you guys have seen John Q. Um, have not. So yeah. Oh, do you know what it is? No, I thought you were going to say John Wick. And then I thought about the Taken movie with Liam Neeson. Oh, <laughs> but, no. but what is John um, Q? John Q, Denzel Washington movie, where his son has a heart transplant and he can't afford it, so he just takes the hospital hostage. I really like, I feel like it's Denzel Washington movies. A lot of them are like, he's a very capable man and sometimes he just goes out and does like everything possible to, to get whatever he's going after. Yeah, so that's just like about a dad who's like super desperate to keep his son alive. Gotcha. Um, so it's kind of like, I think it'll be like that. I don't know, obviously I haven't seen it. But that's something I'm looking forward to. So there you go. Cool. Manisha, you got something as our guest? You can recommend something to our people here? Yeah, I had a couple of things. Um, I'm going to break the mold a little bit. So the first oh. recommendation is a website. It's a search engine. Uh, it's called ecosia.org. And every search you make goes toward planting a tree. So it's like about 45 searches equals one tree planted. And it's not like they just like go out somewhere and plant a random tree, but they also do their research of what type of tree is best for what environment and what areas actually need trees. Because there are some areas actually in the world where trees aren't the best carbon sink. Like uh, in Scotland, um, there's swamps and marshes that mm. actually are really effective at uh, taking at being carbon sinks and so over there it's recommended to not plant trees um, which is cool to think about but yeah ecosia.org you can switch your default search engine on your phone and your laptop browser and I've used it for about a month and I don't really see a big difference between Google and it but also most of my searches just make me go to Wikipedia so <laughs> uh, that's cool Oh. Yeah, I would recommend it for sure. Nice. That is breaking the mold. And that's why we have you on as a guest. Is we need that Look, fresh energy. positivity. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just doom and yeah. gloom over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is how I'll offset my pick for Inside Out. Um, <laughs> another one I had was a movie called Straight Up. And it's on Netflix. And it's about uh, this... Uh, gay person who questions his sexuality and uh, gets into a relationship with a person who is a girl who is straight and it kind of makes him question a lot of things about himself uh, and I really liked it I, there's a lot of really good dialogue and uh, it's more of a conversational movie uh, the cinematography is really great and really Wes Anderson-esque as well so mm. it's another it's I would recommend it for sure. Cool. I hadn't heard of that one. Is that on Netflix, it looks like? It, yeah. Um, from the cast, uh, Randall Park is his oh, cool. dad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'll check that out, too. Yeah. Add it to the list. Yeah, Ben doesn't. I don't watch things. <laughs> I don't see a lot of yeah. things. <laughs> That's okay. And then I had a last one. It's another TV show. Or it's a TV show called Kim... Kim's Convenience. Oh yeah, it's also on that. Netflix. Yes. Yeah, it's a Canadian TV show. 
about this family, uh, this Korean family that runs a convenience store. Uh, but the parents are very stereotypical Asian parents who just like overparent every situation and just cause a lot of stress for their two kids who are like uh, are like early 20s or one of them's early 20s and one of them's I guess mid 20s but um, I think it really does it does a really good job of portraying first generation Im immigrant life in America or in the western world uh, and a lot of situations are actually how like my parents have dealt with things, uh, which is really frustrating, to, but it's really comical in the way that they present it. Um, gotcha. And a lot of of uh, my family who are also first and second generation uh, really relate to it as well. Cool. So it does a, a good job of providing like that perspective, um, a glimpse into like what, what that life is like. Yeah. Cool. And I, you had mentioned that to me already, and you said it's also like, it's like a funny, it's like a sitcom type show. Yeah, yeah, it's a sitcom. Gotcha, cool. No laugh tracks, though. Oh, yeah, we don't need those. We don't need laugh tracks. Um, awesome. Anything else from the group on any recommendations? Apologies to Alexis, obviously, that we ruined her entire day. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> no, this was fun. It was fun. We should do these with, like, um, the Marvel movies, and I won't like any of the choices. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of doing more movie bracket stuff because we, we could do like Disney. Actually, Monish, I don't think you heard yet, but we mentioned DreamWorks. And I think DreamWorks would be a fun one because we got all the Kung Fu Pandas, the How to Train Your Dragons. Shrek is like a front runner. Um, yeah. So maybe, I, we'll, maybe we'll do more of these. I definitely grew up with more DreamWorks movies over Disney movies. Gotcha. I, I consider Pixar exclusive, like outside of Disney. But. Yeah, yeah. I kind of was too. The B movie is a DreamWorks movie. Oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. <laughs> well, Do you like the B movie? B movie's an incredible movie work of art. Incredible. <laughs> the plot is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you guys like it? Yeah, we watched the B movie in college, and uh, it was what a experience. <laughs> and just the animation too, like it, the the people that are animated like their faces <laughs> in the background are always the same uh, and i think it's like more commentary on how we think all bees look the same so they're <laughs> making all humans look the same like they consulted a bee <laughs> yeah yeah the bees signed That's off on the movie funny well, i love hearing um sorry jerry seinfeld talk about the bee movie and now he's like, I'm still a billionaire. Like, he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, I like that he did, like, no TV or movies. And then he's like, the B movie. I'm stamping my seal of approval all over this. And he stands by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's great. We will definitely do more of these. Um, but, yeah, let's, let's wrap this one up. Thank you for being on, Monish. And thank you for everyone listening. And we'll talk yeah. to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.